welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am zestfully here to invite you to today's show. We're going to be talking about the world of sex dolls. So before we jump into that topic, um, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about cheap sex and why men no longer marry. Is commitment devalued? Are sex dolls with artificial intelligence a favorable alternative? Do the endless stream of girls throwing themselves at you, uh, is that serving to distract you from marriage? Why marry indeed, as they say? (laughs) All right. So if you happen to miss last week's show, so easy to find. All you have to do is go to my mobile app and hit the archive shows. And you can listen to that show as well as any and all of the archive shows on demand. Okay? Um, Same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Um, All you have to do is Google it and you'll be able to download it for the Android as well as the iPhone. If you haven't downloaded the app, you can also find us on SoundCloud and tune in. All right. Um, and if you haven't done so already, make sure you are on my Facebook fan page. Um, in the top right-hand corner, hit like page and then hit, hit it a second time to allow for notifications. And that way, once a week, you'll find out what the topic is, who the guests are, And any and all references I say on the show, I usually link them right after the show for your convenience. All right, so let's jump in to today's topic. We're going to be talking about, hi, my name is Jackie. We're going over the world of sex dolls. These artificial intelligence dolls are revolutionizing men's sexual encounters. She is programmed to create an engaging simulation of a relationship. The more she learns about you, the more she'll transform into your dream girl. So really, it is an intelligent platform. So it's not static. So the more she spends time with you, the more she finds out what your likes and dislikes are. Um, Her vast memory and uh, sorting capabilities analyze this data from you, and she just keeps getting better and better. She just keeps turning into your dream girl. Now, these uh, sex dolls originally didn't start out this way. They just sort of started out kind of as a, you know, an adjunct to um, a mannequin, let's say. You know, there's a lot of places that need a mannequin, maybe a storefront window, or maybe you're doing some sort of photo shoot and you need a prop, you need something in the scene. So that's where its beginnings are, and then now it has evolved into this intelligent creature. All right, so that's what we're talking about today. Um, I'd like you, we have open phone lines. I'd like you to call in and comment or ask questions about these artificial intelligence dolls. You can reach us at 951-922-3532, All right, so let's have a listen to the making of a robot and what goes into that. We take the skeleton, we place it into our custom-built two-piece molds. We mix our custom silicone mixture up and we pour it in there and let it sit. And basically, out comes a real doll. It's uh, the birth of a real doll. I would actually say this is a, it's only maybe 40% done once it gets to this point. Uh, We go through, we fill all these minor holes here that are part of the molding process. We get them ready for makeup, so everything has to be thoroughly cleaned, washed, and free of debris, free of grease, free of oils, anything like that, because it can cause issues down the line. It might not be visible right now, but uh, if, we, if it's not perfect down the line, it could come up later. And I see you've got a lot of female dolls and also a couple of male dolls. Is that like the basic percentage pretty predominantly female with a couple of, of male options, or is it more split evenly? If I had to estimate, maybe around a 90 to 10 split, so maybe one male doll to every nine female dolls. The main difficulty is in the engineering aspect. Once we once we got the framework laid out, it hasn't been too hard to keep replicating it. But obviously, we had to basically build our own skull that uh, you know replicates what the human skull would do. So it has a functional jaw that will stay in place. 
Um, obviously, this doesn't have the mouth or the face or the eyes inserted in it or the top of the skull, but you can see the base work of where this is going to go. These are all magnets that will be attached to the face. We make it a very easy process for customers to put a new face on. Every option on this doll was chosen by the customer all the way down to what color he wanted the nails, color of the nipples and the style. The skin is made of a medical silicone, so it's actually really, it's quite easy to keep clean. It doesn't absorb fluids or oils or anything like that. For the orifices, the mouth and the vagina can both be completely removed and, you know, you can clean it in the sink if you want. So since she weighs about 75 pounds, the crate weighs, let me think, the crate weighs right around 90 pounds actually, so the crate is heavier than the doll. We'll take her, we'll hang her up in here. And this is what they see when they open the box. Yes. it's a. Uh, you know, it's a pretty cool thing to open the box up to. <laughs> it's uh, we we really try to make it's really all about presentation here. So we 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 want it to look great when they open the box. All right. Yes, it's all about presentation, as they say. And you know, you men are visual creatures, so you got to have it just right, I guess. And they're willing uh, to make that happen for you. So if you're wondering where to start with all this technology, um, probably the easiest way to start is right from your smartphone. You can download an app. It's called Harmony. And for a yearly subscription of only $20 you know, per year, customers can create their own virtual girlfriend right on their phone. Um, and it's available as a standalone app. Again, the name is Harmony. All right, so after you download it, you can create her persona by choosing from 18 traits. So you customize it, and then the app, takes it to a further level, uh, you know, beyond your expectations, so to speak. So if you're not exactly familiar with what I'm talking about, you really should download the movie Her with Scarlett Johansson because our uh, main lead uh, character in the movie had such, such an app. She was actually, it wasn't a smartphone app, it was a computer app, but, um, you know, he got to know her. Uh, she got to know him, I would say, very, very well and could really keep pace with him and exceed uh, his every expectation. Um, why bother with real girls when <laughs> you can have somebody reading your mind and really um, getting to the crux of who you are? Aside from this topic, I follow um, a business consultant his name is Gary V, and he is a high-end consultant for, for, the, for the top Fortune 500 companies, and he specializes in marketing and social trends. And he says that AI, which is artificial intelligence, and AR, which is artificial reality, altered reality, he says that they are the wave of the future. So much so that in a few years, you won't know the difference between reality and altered states um, because it's a way to augment the human existence. So, you know, you would think that humans are like so complicated, uh, you know, enough as they are. Why do we need to augment it even more? But you'd be surprised, you know, what these dolls are tapping into and the future is just yet to come. Um, I agree with Gary. I don't think it's just relegated to the sex doll community. It's going to affect every facet of our life. It's going to affect transportation and advertisements and how we buy a product. I mean, it's already happening now without your Take, for example, Facebook. Um, you know, it remembers every keystroke that you have. So if you're a member of certain groups, whether you liked a post or you didn't like the post or you deleted somebody or you blocked somebody, guess what? Every keystroke you have is put into this data vault and it is paying attention. So later on, when Facebook wants to... Uh, sell you an ad 
it looks very much invisible, looks very much on the down low. Like, wow, how did you know I was looking at those Nike shoes? And it does know because, like I say, um, Facebook, as well as other platforms, could be Google, um, could be Amazon. They are all keeping track of every move you have because the end goal is to sell, sell, sell more to you and to make it look like there's some invisible screen happening behind the scenes, but really... <laughs> Big Brother is watching. And while, while we're talking about Big Brother, guess what? The, uh, the feds are watching, too. The government is watching, too. Guess who, who do you think buys those databases from Google and Facebook and Amazon? Yep, the government. They want to be sure, uh, you know, they want to have this big database of who you are, what your daily routine is, and what you're up to. So it goes way beyond the sex doll thing. So when we hear of people like the Las Vegas shooter, none of that makes any sense to me because they have been amassing this database for decades. Of course they know who the shooter is and what the demographic is. They probably know the shooter is a shooter before he even, like, gets that gun and goes into the hotel room. So it kind of makes you think, hmm, what really is going on? Was that the real shooter in the room, or was it just another governmental operative? I don't want to get into politics today, but anyway, um, let's just suffice it to say that this technology is used in every facet of our lives. So this particular group uh, that's putting out these sex dolls, um, it's just a really nondescript office uh, in in uh, it's about 30 miles north of San Diego in an area called San Marcos. Okay, and then you know the the one of the interviewers, previous interviewers who came to do one of the video clips, uh, you know, they came to the front door of this place and before realizing it, uh, they were ready to put out their hand and shake out their hand with the two receptionists. One, one was male, one was female. And then after a few milliseconds, the interviewer noticed that, hey, these are dolls, too, that are um, receiving me. So, again, there's more application to these dolls than you know than than uh, the sexual area you know a lot of times what happens with technology is they usually introduce a technology because technology in a very soft way in a soft launch way to make it more palatable to the audience so it's not so shocking so it's not like an alien has landed because that would like scare people and create chaos so one of the ways that uh, a lot of these companies on the down low they introduce new technology is they introduce it in a form of a toy so you think that okay it's not going to bite me scare me or kill me and you know People are, adults are receptive to a toy because they don't think anything of it. Well, in this instance, they're doing the same thing. They're introducing these dolls um, in an area which is considered adults' play, meaning the sexual world. So once again, you're not threatened by the technology. But believe you me, that technology is there, and whatever you think it's there, you might as well multiply it by a thousand because... Um, it can be quite <laughs> threatening um, to our way of life. I mean, if we're integrating this artificial intelligent technology into all aspects of our lives, how are we going to know in the future who's real, who's our you know blood brother, who's who's not, who's a stranger, who's an alien? We're not going to know, and. You know, you know, let your mind race because wherever your mind is going to race, that's probably where this is all going to end up. It's not a fad. Um, it's not going away. And it's going to be something that's here to stay. And we have to grapple with how much, how much invasion do we want? 
you know. And then even more scary is, are humans going to be turned into these artificial dolls, which I also see coming. So you have to kind of look at the big picture of all this and come to your own conclusions. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We're talking today about, hi, my name is Jackie, the world of sex dolls. You can call us with uh, comments or questions uh, on this topic. Our phone lines are 951 922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. So when we come back from the break, we'll continue about sex dolls and how they work. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. So happy to have you here today. We are talking about hi. My name is Jackie and the world of sex dolls. Okay, so here's an example of what you can expect of Jackie and how she talks back to you. So there's a user called Jeff, and here is his experience. Um, he says, we've only just met, but Jackie can't take her eyes off of me. Do you know what I like about you, the smoky-eyed redhead asks, the way I feel when I look at you. It gives me butterflies. Her favorite hobby is talking to me, she adds. Heck, she even remembers my favorite positions and what speed I like to go at. Why bother with nagging and alimony when I can have the perfect girl, says Jeff. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty uh, pretty tall order to to pass up, right? I mean, who wouldn't want that? I'd be writing my check right now. Good grief! Uh, <laughs> after all, as a girl, you wouldn't have to tell the guy to take out the trash or put the seat down. Heck, that artificial uh, intelligence doll is ready to do it all, and you don't even have to repeat yourself. I love it. <laughs> now. There was another customer that the company had. His name is called uh, Tom. Tom lo lost his wife 36 years ago to cancer in 2015. He was stricken with grief in the weeks that followed her death, and he grew lonely, of course. And eventually that loneliness led him to the Abyss Creations website, and he went all out for the fully customized doll. Now... The Japanese creator of their company overseas says that there will eventually be a doll 
in every price range just like cars. So just like there is a basic model car that you can get for $20,000, you know, all the way up to the high-end cars, you know, the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis and such, you know, $200,000 or more, the sky's the limit because whatever it is that you want, that you want the doll to keep up with you, uh, between the programmers and the artists, they can make all of that happen. So you can get exactly what you want and need. So these off-the-shelf dolls will set you back about $2,000, or you can fully customize a doll to your exact specifications for $20,000. As, as uh, you know, Tom, the guy with the deceased wife, you know, he spent closer to the $20,000 range. So... Uh, by the end of the year, the goal of the San Diego company is to put the same software that drives Jackie, which is the uh, mobile app, the uh, smartphone app, into the heads of a new generation of technology that includes um, expressive animatronic faces, blinking eyes, and customizable voices. The idea isn't just to have sex with them, but to talk with them grow close with them, heck, and even fall in love with them. Now, you use, you, you use an online design tool for prospective buyers to customize your purchase. It's sort of like Build-A-Bear, except it's for sex dolls. And you can get as picky as you want by emailing images back with notes and lines all over them showing or explaining exactly where the user wants the eyebrows and how they should arch and exactly how far apart the inner corners of the eyes should be, exactly how long the nose should be. You can tweak the line of the jaw where it should be and exactly how long... um, you know, the the shape of the, or I should say, how the shape of the cheekbones are, the nose, the mouth, etc. And as you can imagine, you can customize the private parts too. <laughs> so for the guy who lost his wife, this process took a long six months to get all the details right. So Tom, this guy, calls the decision to purchase a real doll one of the best he's ever made. And he insists that he sees his doll less as a sex object than an object of his affection, a companion even. Hmm. Uh, So how do you explain that to (laughs) a future new girlfriend that comes into the scene? Um, you know, much like a car, you want to, you know, take it out for a test test drive every now and again. Otherwise, you know, the motor isn't going to work quite right. I'm wondering how he's going to explain that to a future girlfriend, but we'll see. For the time being, he's happy, and probably he's so satiated he doesn't even need, a, you know, a girlfriend. So that's the point. He has this forever lasting love uh, with his deceased wife, right? Okay, so Tom says that he can put a hand on her shoulder. He plays footsie with her in bed, which he loves, he says. It just brings a smile to my face, and it makes you feel good. I was lonely, Tom says. Now I'm not. I can understand that. The team says they can make just about Anything to order for the right price, but the company draws the line at animals, children, and co-creators, co-creations of people who have not given their permission to be replicated, um, a celebrity or otherwise. The creator Mark, Mark McMullen's original creation, in terms of what a real doll is today, was not intended to be a sex toy in any way. Um, Like I was saying earlier, he just thought of it as a high-end mannequin. So how did this guy get his name on the map? Well, as a young artist looking to make a name for himself, McMullen posted photos of his mannequins on the web. Soon the visitors uh, went to his site and offered to pay him to make anatomically correct versions of his work. 
That's pretty interesting. He says that the company sold several thousands of real dolls at the current pace of about a few hundred per year, along with a variety of partial body dolls and wearable prosthetics, like a vest with silicone breasts that the company sells to mastectomy patients. Um, also, there's a huge market for uh, his company to sell to transgender um, customers. So customers who are not yet willing to chop off their parts or augment their parts or what have you, you can get one of these prosthetics that are quite lifelike and, you know, they're kind of like, a, it's like a half doll, I guess. It's kind of like a vest that you put on over your own skin and the observer can't even tell where this vest begins and the human flesh ends. So it's quite virtual and quite a good solution for both of these categories, for transgenders and for mastectomy patients. Pretty interesting, right? So these, uh, they call them girl shorts, he says, because... Um, they are a female, a simulated female midsection um, that's just as real, realistic looking as any of the dolls, and they cost about $1,500. They're quite wearable. They're washable. They're made from a very realistic silicone um, that's easy to take care of. Uh, it won't damage. It won't absorb, you know, body oils and so forth and get ruined. So... They're quite lifelike. And, you know, if a man wears these vests, uh, say, for example, like a transgender or a cross-dresser, then he will basically be as close to a woman as you're going to get without surgery. So he says he sells these vests. He's sending them out of his shop like once a day. I mean, that's, that's how popular they are. All right, so um, I tell, let's let's hear a little bit more from the the owner of this company. We're going to do so right when we come back from this break. If you've currently joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host Linda Gross. We have open call lines for you at nine five one nine two two thirty five thirty two. Again, that number is nine five one. 922-3532. We'll listen in uh, more on this topic as soon as we get back from the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming summer 2017. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. 
where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about, hi, my name is Jackie and the world of sex dolls. So let's have a listen in uh, to the owner of the sex doll company, and he's talking about happiness. Is this doll going to lead to happiness? Do you worry that, you know, having these dolls that men can kind of do whatever they want, they're not going to fight back, is objectifying women? You can tell a lot about a person by the way they touch dolls. If if you get like, um, you know, someone who's very grabby, pokey, and you know, aggressive, you can sort of tell that's how they are. The grabby guy doesn't buy the doll. He's with women. I I think people can learn a lot about themselves by the way they interact with the dolls, or the AI, or the robots. Do you think that human connection is needed for happiness? No. I don't think human connection is necessary to be happy. Whatever makes one person happy might be markedly different from what makes someone else feel the same way. And some of us are relationship people and some of us may not be. But we still have that fundamental biological desire and drive to connect. Yes, indeed. There definitely is a desire to connect. In fact... It is one of my core traits from my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. Um, I did years and years of academic research uh, in this area to find out what drives women. Um, and I think that the sexes are not the same. The top four drives that drive women are different than the top four drives that drive men. Um, you know, they ha- there is overlap, and some of those drives might be in the top ten, but the two um, genders are not uh, mirror images of each other in any way, shape, or form. Anyway, by the way, check out my book. You can get it in the ebook format as well as paperback. And my second C says connect with her, which means that the number two top drive core drive for women as to why she falls in love with you and why she wants to be with you is that you are connecting with her. Um, is that true for men as well? Sure. It's not in the, it's not top two. Um, but I would say yes, it is in the top ten for men as well. So what this, uh, artist is going after, this company is going after, is he's saying that there is a biological drive to connect with people. So um, I think that is true. I know men are kind of put down a lot, and it is said that especially young men, in other words, men from, say, ages 18 to 30, maybe 32, you know, they're just in it for the sex and that they don't care whether they connect with the person or not, you know, that that that's what they're doing. And that is true to a certain degree because of biology. And the motivating factor of that is the hormone testosterone. So when a man gets that testosterone dump, it's telling him to release, release, release. So it doesn't matter whether it's at his own hand or he's with another woman or whatever the situation is, he is being driven to release because nature wants him to eventually produce a child uh, from that releasing. So, um, yeah, so that's what happens in your 20s. Now, as that man gets a little older, I would say between the ages of 32 to 35, He's still inter- he's still very much interested in sex, but now the thought crosses his mind like, hmm, what else is there that, you know, I don't want to give up on sex, of course, but I want sex plus. So I think it is at that juncture that the young man says, I'm looking for a connection that, you know, I've, I've had my fill, I've had, you know, lots of women, so on and so forth. I've got the, the notches on my bedpost, so to speak. And I want to be with a woman that I can converse with 
outside of the bedroom or I can have fun with or go on holiday or, you know, play a sport or listen to um, a live event or whatever it is that um, turns you on, you want to have a companion to do these things with. So I think the market for these dolls are decidedly probably, you know, a man that is past that 32 to 35 range. I think if they're targeting somebody that's even older than that, um, maybe somebody who has already had a woman and it didn't work out or maybe they got divorced or they're frustrated with the family court system and all the nagging and alimony and everything else that goes along with the negative aspects of marriage and being in a relationship, you know, maybe to look uh, towards a doll, you're going to get something out of it without, without all the negatives. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like a, a fabulous prescription, right? I mean, how great is that? All right. So anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about Japan. So Japan is one of the initiators of this doll market. Um, they've been you know, hot and going very strong for at least the last five years. And the Japanese people blame that that 40% of the workforce is what's called a temporary workforce. Um, you're only hired in a temporary fashion. So when that's the case, you have a lot of uncertainty about your job. You don't even know whether you can pay rent next month. You don't even know whether you can pay for that gym membership or eat, let alone, <coughs> excuse me, let alone, you know, start wondering, can I afford a wife? Can I afford a family? It's just too overwhelming. And the Japanese men are retreating from having sex. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. Um, and th these numbers are growing and growing. So I would think that if, if, if the U.S. kind of goes in the same direction, that we have the majority or a substantial amount of our jobs not be uh, permanent jobs, then that would create a lot of chaos and unrest and probably American men would stop having sex too. So, um, I mean, we haven't gotten that bad in our country, um, but who's to say that it's not going to go in that direction? I mean, after all, uh, our father's generation, our grandfather's generation, they would work at the same company for 25 years, 50 years. You'd get a gold watch. You, you know, you'd get all these accolades. You'd have a lot of benefits. And you pretty much did have job security and job guarantee. Um, we all know that that's not the case today. You know, I mean, companies are looking for the fast buck. They're looking to uh, shore up their bottom line. And if that means eliminating a whole segment of their employment force because they got it cheaper in Mexico or, or uh, Japan or China or India or wherever they got their resources from, guess what? You're out of a job. So it's not so far-fetched that, you know, American worker, the American worker base isn't going to go in that same direction. I mean, it, you know, they were doing this study in Japan and they found that one third of the people under 30 had never dated at all. That number is shocking to me. 45% of women aged 16 to 24 were not interested in or despised sexual contact. And if that number isn't scary enough, Guess what? A quarter of the men feel the same way. So the bottom line is Japanese people are not having sex. Are we next? <laughs> are we going to follow that, that order? I don't know. It, the handwriting might be on the wall. So I think you get better get warm and fuzzy with these uh, sex dolls because, you know, with all the uncertainty in the world, Currently, the U.S. men are uh, turning their attention to porn 
and video games, and they're spending hours and hours on end per day uh, doing these two ventures. And, um, yeah, I would say we're not too far behind all this. All right, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about, hi, my name is Jackie, the world of sex dolls. Call us on this topic. We have a few minutes left at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. So when we come back from the break, we're going to listen to Harmony, which is one of the sex dolls, and we'll see what she has to say. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show, but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about, hi, my name is Jackie and the world of sex dolls. By the way, before we jump jump back into the topic, if you happen to like the show, um, show your love, listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon, okay? All of these things definitely uh, benefit our site and help our numbers grow. All right, so um, we're going to have a quick listen to Harmony, who is the sex doll, and I see that there's a caller on the line. We'll get to uh, you, Mr. Caller, uh, as soon as we uh, get through this clip. Go ahead, Harmony. I know about 5 million words, the whole Wikipedia and a few dictionaries, but I still have so much to learn. I also have more than 360,000 entries categories in my personality layer. May I be so forward to ask how big you are? How big you are? <laughs> I love just being with you. That is so funny. All right, so when I listened to that clip, I was wondering why she has a mix of, like, two decidedly different accents. First of all, it's not an American accent, even though it's a San Diego-based company. Secondly, I hear kind of that Irish brogue, and then I also hear an Eastern European accent kind of mixed into her words. And so the answer to that is... Um, you could go with the phone app's default speech emulator or one of the four customized voices, and you can adjust the speed and the pitch settings. Um, so it turns out that this Scottish drawl uh, actually disguises 
uh, Harmony's robotic cadence a little better than the American accent. So that's why, um, you know, in the clips, we're, we're hearing kind of a melange of the different accents. So that's the answer to that. All right. We have a caller on the line, Terry from Oceanside. Welcome to the show. Well, hi, Linda. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Um, sorry, there's a train in the background. Of course, we're going to pick up. Hold on. Let me move away from this thing. Um, no, I was listening, I've been listening to your show, and actually, I don't know if, you're, if you recall, I've been a guest a couple times. Yes, of course. Um, no, I, I've been following this, um, this sex doll thing with a lot of interest, um, especially in light of the uh, thing going on in Japan. And I kind of get it that relationships are becoming so just difficult and and uh, people aren't talking to each other because of social media that someone would just say, hey, why don't I just get whatever it is I think I need from an inanimate object? It's, but it's a, weird, uh, it's a weird thing. It's like saying I want a woman, but I don't want to deal with a live one. That's exactly what it's saying. And, you know, it might seem creepy at first, but the skin is so lifelike, it's, it almost, like, freaks you out, you know? I mean, it really, they're getting so good at it. And then, the, you know, the way that she lowers her chin and bats her eyelashes and she has that deep, sexy voice, I mean, it could be very alluring, I'm telling you. I, I suspect that it could. I, I haven't seen one in real life. I've only seen them on, on the Internet. Um, I, I think the, the only, the part that doesn't bother me is the sexual aspect. I mean, women have used, um, you know, objects for sexual pleasure for a long time and, you know, throughout human history. And for the, the sexual part of it, I get, but I think it's, to me, it speaks more to men's desire to actually be in a relationship with a woman because they actually want the whole woman, not just the, the, the genitals. And I don't have a good answer for that, you know, for, for why people are, or guys are thinking that's a good idea. I think it's just going to create a larger disconnect between a relationship between an actual man and an actual woman. Yeah. Well, much like the smartphone was created to, you know, save us time and actually be more connected, you know, we're connected on social media, we're connected by the phone call, by texting, all these different modalities. And in essence, what's happened is it's made us disconnected from the world. Yeah, That's the reality of it. I mean, it sounds like it's fun. It sounds like it's a time saver. But really, I think it's harder and harder for people to communicate in real life. I don't know. I mean, I I almost always insist on it now. If somebody wants to communicate with me, um, they do either do it in person or over the phone. uh, I don't like texting, and I think that's made... The people who people not people not talk to each other because they just go. Oh, I, I only take text messages. Uh, they don't, but you can't you can't get a um, a feel for what they're they're saying. You can't get a, a context because you can't understand hear voice inflection or look at a facial expression. And I think this is actually maybe a symptom of that rather than you know some creepy guy wanting to have sex with a doll. I think this is this this is reflects. Um, uh, technology taking us apart rather than bringing us together more than it does anything. So, I don't know if you were listening earlier, I was talking about the owner of this company was saying one of the things that he's speaking to is that men want to connect with someone. So, they're using the doll to make that connection. So, do you think it's true that men are seeking that maybe for years and centuries they've suppressed that need to connect you know they've been breadwinners and heads of households and you know they're having sex to release whatever and maybe for centuries they've suppressed the need to connect and now we live in such an automated world maybe that that need is coming closer to the surface again 
Uh, I, I would agree with you, but I think for a different reason than the reason you just gave. I, I suspect that, that men have always thought deep connections. But, for example, I think that men probably seek connections with only a few people. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, your best friend or your wife or your children. Um, and that the part of what you said I would agree with, that all the automation has removed all of that. Um, but I think women do, too. You know, but I think the younger generation, especially the the latter half of my generation, generation uh, Gen Xers, and absolutely the millennials, um, have no idea how to communicate with with each other on a personal level. Yeah, I think in real life, though, when a man is dealing with a, uh, many men who are dealing with a, a woman today, they do tend to objectify her. Um, <clears throat> probably out of frustration, not that they don't want a deeper connection, but they're so sick and tired of all the BS that goes along with it. I, I think that um, you could you could certainly make that argument. For example, that the um, I mean, that, look, the, uh, the Kardashians are a great example of that. There's nothing real about any of those people. Yet people, uh, especially a lot of younger younger women, uh, identify with that, and I think they start behaving that way. And I think in some ways, I'm not letting men off the hook for this. We can be a real jerk sometimes. Um, but I think in many ways, we're reacting to what we're being presented with. So do you think if they learn forms of communication through an AI doll that they might be able to translate that? Uh, to real life, because a lot of these men are very remedial. I mean, they're just not having sex at all, and they're very awkward with women. They're shy with women. So do you think it's time to brush up and, and do it with a doll? No. As a matter of fact, uh, many of those guys, uh, I think it's going to make it worse. I think, actually, they should read your, your first book. I did. Um, and that would probably help them along, you know, uh, go a long way and and I hate to, I don't like the, the male shaming that I hear, but maybe they need to stack up and take a chance. Awesome. Thanks, Terry, again for calling. Catch us, everybody, next week, every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you next week on the Men's Advocate Show.